This is Naoki Yoshida. This is Fern Hall. And you are listening to Aetherite Radio. Aetherite Radio. Here we go. What's up, Internet? And welcome to Aetherite Radio Gamer Escapes Final Fantasy XIV Podcast. I'm Fusion X. And joining me today, we have Bryn and Zanidra. What's going on, guys? What's going hey. on? <laughs> haven't it talked has, to you guys in a while. It has been a while. Yeah. Um, and apologies for that. Um, it, it sucked because 3.0 drops. Um, and obviously everyone's like, well, I don't want to do anything. I just want to play. Mm-hmm. So then that kind of, it's like, well, we need to talk about the game at some point. It's like, I'm, I'm working, you know, I'm, I'm playing right now. Hold on. She'll, she'll gather my impressions. Uh, next, you know, I, I, mean, I don't know about this. Experience. Brian and I can definitely talk and play the game as shown by our heavens word launch. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, we'll just blame it on you. Oh, sure. Sure. <laughs> we, we can do it for that two days, fault. but that day three gets pretty dick. I'm tired. <laughs> I think by the um, time we ended up doing that, that heavens word, like impression, I, thing, like I had beaten Alexander or something like it was, it was terrible. Um, but, um, we're going to try and be a little better here with shows, uh, Tokyo game show. Um, is going to be happening here uh, in a couple days. Live letter this Saturday That's or Friday, depending on where you are in the world. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, we will try to be a little swifter uh, talking about TGS. Um, but today, uh, we're going to swing back towards uh, the 14-hour broadcast anniversary stuff. Um, talk about some of the cool stuff that's coming in 3.1 and later. Um, we should be seeing some 3.1 stuff out of Tokyo Game Show. Mm-hmm. Which is which is really weird because I don't I don't know like it 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 comes in waves right you get the people I'm so bored with this game this game is so boring there's there's no content I'm like like do they realize like we're gonna be seeing some pretty cool stuff like this week or a lot of people just don't pay attention to the game news well they I like to be so. surprised I guess yeah well I mean there's the there, you're gonna run into that balance people who want to be surprised. Um, and you know, like buy it, and then there's those who like us who want to get into like, it. Oh wow, what's this? Or, or there's also those that just get their news from shows like ours and other podcasts out there, where it's That's like need to be more regular. They have no idea what's going on. Show plug inside show. <laughs> exactly. Like but, um, over here. <laughs> the uh, well, I mean, the you know, so heavens were launched, you know, at the end of June. So we're at three months. Um, Seems that's, like much longer. Wow. Yeah, it does, but it's like that's the the cycle, <laughs> and go. you know, for as it goes, like yeah, the game. You know, I think everybody's kind of just yeah ready for that the the next thing because not that there isn't plenty of stuff to do. I don't have all all my jobs at sixty, but <laughs> at some point you're like, okay, I want to see some more of the story or et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So I'm definitely in that boat. I'm I'm in the boat of yeah, I'm looking forward to three one. I'm re- I'm really excited about that. Yeah, it's a lot of cool stuff. Um. Before, so I don't keep him hanging longer. Uh, we kind of went off on like an intro tangent. That's like, like the worst kind of tangent. There's of somebody else here. He's been here the whole time. Enter the show, and we'll just talk about random stuff and how we've like been like totally lagging on updates for like 20 minutes. Yeah, our guests don't fall asleep. No big deal. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we have we had you on Aetherite Radio before. I don't think so. I know I've done some stuff when you were in the process of actually creating Aetherite Radio, but I don't think I've actually been on the show. When we first conceptualized Aetherite Radio, we're like, we need some some tunes. And I know exactly who to ask. So we'd like to welcome to the show for the first time, which is weird. (laughs) Six years? We just celebrated six years of Aetherite Radio and you haven't been on yet. Nope. Uh, 
Wow. Once uh, again, blaming fusion. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hello, hello, everybody out there in internet land. I was going to say TV land, but then that would have been awkward. Um, I am thrilled to be here, to be honest. It's, it's <laughs> been a really, really long time, and it's nice to really just kind of connect back, uh, back to just the roots, to, to you guys that have been, I mean, gosh, when was the first time we spoke? It was, oh, man, like... Like I said, I think I you think might want to like well, somebody might want to say his name just because it hasn't been said yet. Said I, I thought he did. I thought he did. I, I don't think so. I he said it. I got drowned out in all of our chatteries. Yeah. yeah. DJ play school. There yes. is. Hey. Phrase. Hello, everybody out there in TV land. Wait a second. Dope. Uh, <laughs> been here before. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it, need to pop up on the TV now. Like, all right. But it it is it is great to be here. It's great to to really just get talk to you guys again it's been so long so i i am thrilled to really uh just connect back to the community uh and just kind of give my input and uh just talk a little bit i guess later about the you know what i've been doing um just diving headfirst into heaven's word when that launched and being uh what's the word i'm looking for inspired to uh create <laughs> create a, a fair, a, more music than i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be a couple of things and then like music just started like coming out of every orifice it was kind of nasty I, I know, i'll just do like <laughs> three tracks and like five minutes later wow. yeah it was, it was just no uh, i mean it was it was just like scott tissue and then lysol everywhere but anyways um i it it was it was just a just kind of spur of the moment and i just had this absolute just the floodgates just opened up as far as things just coming out of my brain and just wanting to just create things. And then in, in a way that I really haven't been inspired to do so in a, in a long time, it's been really slow going. Um, you know, when you're, you know, getting up there in age and responsibility and you're worried a bit more about, you know, paying your bills. Yeah, and- that responsibility <laughs> thing sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's like you, you put things on the back burner and dust starts collecting on your things and you're just sitting here and playing the game. It's like, man, this... This soundtrack is fantastic. I I wonder if I could. And then that was about it. It was it, that was a wrap. <laughs> like I said, the first time you step foot in Giovanni, and then, then like you know the That's new so new music kicks in. It's just it it just completely. That's my puts favorite one of what yeah. I've heard so far from you, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All but right. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. I will, I will cede the floor for now. There's a lot okay, of stuff yeah. to talk about here. I'm looking well, we will we will definitely dive in with that uh, and and the new album uh, towards the end of the show. Um, right away, going to start this off. Um, Pax was a couple weeks ago. We got the chance to sit down with Mashiosi Soken, uh, talk with him a little bit. Uh, we also brought some stuff back from Pax with us. Um, so if you know how to read, we got the screen right there. We're not showing cams today. Um, but if you go over to gamerscape.com slash pack swag, um, you can do some stuff and enter for a chance to win an autographed before the fall soundtrack autographed by both, uh, Masayoshi Soken and Michael Christopher Koji Fox, who was at the panel at PAX as well. And not only will you get that, you will also get an I beat Ravana t-shirt. Extra large. Even if you haven't, extra you large. Don't have to prove it. <laughs> yeah, you have to. You have to send me a screenshot if you, have you if actually you pick your it? name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so there you go. Um, for those not tuning in, I do realize that um, there are various time zones and everything. Um, when this episode goes live for download, um, we will do another giveaway in the same way. Um, we'll probably just attach it to the episode post or something. Because um, we love you. Because we do. 
We love you guys. Um, and so we'll do another giveaway for um, another I beat Ravana uh, XL shirt. So if you don't win during this, this show, you get another chance. But actually, we won't be during the show. We'll announce the winners after the fact. But anyway, you get the idea. You get the idea. Um, so we'll go ahead. Um, you know, the outline I probably did backwards. Let's go. Let's go back a little bit to the 14th anniversary stream. Yeah, as I was typing this outline, I was like, oh, crap. We never talked about this stuff. Um, the 24-man raid has finally been announced. Uh, and it's Void Arc. Which is <laughs> I'm really lunar well. <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny because like when I saw that and I'm just like reading it on my phone when they announced it, and I was like, yeah, I have been, you know, Destiny on the brain. I was like, Void and Arc damage? What the hell? But it was, yeah, it was so funny. <laughs> as soon as they announced Void Arc, everyone's like, oh, Arc, like that summon from Nine. I'm like, okay, there's, stop, just stop. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, like, obviously there's some stuff we could play with, maybe, maybe Clerk Craft a little bit of lore, but just like random like ship summon from nine just because its name was arc like stop <laughs> like you're, you're doing it wrong <laughs> i'm really excited about uh the the pot you know the going into this with three one um you know it's like i really enjoyed the crystal tower and that whole series mm-hmm. and uh and so i'm just really i'm you know <laughs> i'm really excited about getting back into some large group content um outside of the pvp so yeah <laughs> i'm just I, gonna uh, I count actually, down the days till well we don't know when it's coming yet but <laughs> just I, counting something yeah. i i prodded koji after the after the panel we we caught up a little bit and uh i was like man i'm pretty excited for void arc he's like yeah it's pretty cool so you know not to hype his own work or anything <laughs> okay. right but uh, i mean probably some of the best stuff i've done in my, my career I, I, i've been working on a lore craft too and i'm hoping i can get it done before the live letter before they like announce anything that completely contradicts <laughs> <laughs> what I've been typing up, so I'll, I'll try and get that finished. Uh, though, though, admittedly, the Crystal Tower would, would be kind of tough to beat. That was that was a that was probably some of the best throwback material I've yeah. seen it in in a any sort of like kind of cross promotional game. Yeah. Or, I mean, and, and that's like cool. That. And, and nice. The nice thing about Void Arc too is, yeah, I might borrow some stuff. We know Kate Sith is in there, um, but like no other game just had like straight up like void arc like you know so it's it's a little new mixing some some characters maybe from previous stuff yeah um i'm super excited for it cannot wait uh what about the next thing <laughs> talk about talk about uh, some trolling so, us you know, going. <laughs> this is weird so at e3 um last year um there was a there was a, an April Fool's post. I think was it was that year or the year before talking about you know an NPC romancing type system, and so we asked you know all the, the members of the team, well, if you could romance an NPC, which one would you would you pick? Um, and now we have uh, Lord of Verminion, which was at another April. That was Fool's another thing. April Fool's, yeah. Um, and they're actually implementing this, um, which is basically a RTS type game for the Gold Saucer where you use your minions. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. It's uh, the the only downside is for those minion collectors out there. <laughs> I think this is just well, gonna and they and they said too. And this is more crazy. Going back, oh man, two or three years. We had asked about you know. I think um, you know we talked about how WoW has like you can fight you know your your pets and stuff like that. And we had asked if there was any plans to do something like that. And he's and she was like, well, it'd pretty much just be like Pokemon. Um, and then <laughs> have, Reborn. reborn. And then, you know, let's say you have like some special like Final Fantasy fourteen event in Sweden with like a special minion that's like super powerful, like it's not fair and you know, 
because the Swedes, you know, Swedish get all the cool stuff. Um, and so I don't think there's going to be like largely varying stats between the yeah. Minions. I'm going um, to I'm gonna say stats, it's going to be so yeah. cool to go into one of these. I don't know how many like units you can use. But I'm totally going in there with like my wind up Dalmud, my wind up Bahamut, my wind up Enterprise, my Prime Hawks. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I think this would spur more people to be like, uh, and who knows if you can actually communicate with those that you're playing against. But it's like, yeah. how do you get that? Like, I didn't even know that existed because yeah, I mean, we you really know, there's all kinds of minions now, unless you're than... going out to like our site or some database. Yeah. You know, like, you, you have yeah. probably no real idea of, of, of what you don't have. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Brian is becoming the master of self-plugging. Of what? Can I, can I, can like, I promote? Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, unless you're going to our site. I'm awesome. <laughs> Shameless self-promotion. Unless, like, you're, you know, constantly texting me and I'm actually providing you the information. Nobody knows because, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, how, anyway, do I, yeah. how do I get this item? I can't find it anywhere. Where does it drop? Um, oh, uh, you want to go to North Shroud and uh, <laughs> <laughs> slot seven mining. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the real secret is that all databases actually just link to my brain. There you go. <laughs> Ow. He's a busy guy. He doesn't get a lot I of sleep. I'm not human anymore. Anyway, sorry. Uh, EU data center. There was a rumor about this a little earlier. Um, it will be coming in October, um, and there will be three to five day uh, days of downtime for maintenance for that. Are they going to provide uh, more information like on that? Are we? I, they, they, are they yeah, I mean they have to, right? Um, and that's that's a good question. Are they are they transferring like? Because we're on, not far away. Our, it's, yeah, it's next month. <laughs> yeah, and our data center is NA and EU. Yeah. So, <laughs> like anyway, yeah. I don't know. Like just as long as I can keep my house and stuff, like. <laughs> That would be that would be a problem. Um, of course, there's talk, you know there's been talking about adding more uh, more land for housing, maybe maybe even a new area for Ishgard housing, uh, which would be pretty cool. Land rush is what would happen. Yeah, right. Especially uh, if they implement like the ability to move. I've always like yeah. just waited. Like, well, it'd be nice if you could sell your land and thus have that money and buy a bigger you know piece of property. And you know what I want to be able to do is just like upgrade my ha- my house. Right, well, like I have a small, like let me pay like ten mil and get like a second story. Mm. Right. Yeah. Because man, I just I don't have enough room for all my stuff. <laughs> I have too much stuff. That was the problem. Yeah. I had saved up so much money because I wanted to, to try and get a medium, and it was so much more than I had. But I could still buy a small, and then I spent a whole bunch of money I shouldn't have on furniture. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't sell it back once I put it down. So it's just like most of my free company vault right now is just like furniture that I bought that I've just like swapped in and out. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, um, they are looking to implement a moving feature for housing. Um, I think that's probably what which is nice. Part of that will be. Yeah, I'll be very um, curious. Twenty more mil, get a medium. Oh, that'd be so cool. Mm. Assuming that there are plots to do. That. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, they are looking to open up house sharing finally um, for a while. About this. There was a, a lot of talk about people wanting, you know, people that have done uh, bonding, personal uh, houses, to, yeah, to share housing. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's not it's not tied to that, um, but you can choose to share your house with up to five people, and that'll like share that. uh, all like the housing and the gardening stuff, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Like, are they going to be able to use a chokeable stable? Do you think they'll be able to port to the house? 
I hope so. That's a good question. I hope so too. I, yeah, I mean, I would, I would think if they have house permissions, they would probably have access to the Aetherite. Mm-hmm. That would be great. That would be great, Se. <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna let us rename free companies. So it's you know if like my free company right now, it's kind of sad. Like my the leader of the free company hasn't been in like online in so long that like it just passed lead to me, and I was like, oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'll run the free company with like five people in it. Great. Mm-hmm. It's a pain in the butt. Anyway, um, they are going to set up a system for the removal of inactive houses. And they will post. Supposedly they, they have free, one. I don't know that I've ever companies. actually seen it work. Um, not for individuals. Oh, okay. Yeah, they are going to um, add all the details and stuff um, with that, so people will know when they need to log in and whatnot. Um, additionally, it's going to be a while yet for 4.0, um, but there <laughs> will not be a story gate requirement. I like how that's just out there now. I mean, it, which is know. it's weird because you know that you know Heaven's Word comes out, and a lot of the media sites, like the bigger you know IGN and and those types of sites, they're like, oh, the story thing sucks. I gotta like replay all this and and like you know. It's, but it makes sense. It, it ties yeah. so together. It's it's you know. It, it makes a lot of sense. Two O and three O, like they go into this cohesive. You know, it wouldn't. It doesn't seem to make sense that it's like, yeah, they're they're you know they're keeping us at bay. They don't let anybody in, and then for some reason they let everybody in. <laughs> it's like, right. You know, so it, it, I under. But I get where some of the the sites that you know where you hadn't been playing the game and the. The 3.0 with the flying, it has so much stuff that's exciting. So the, I, I get where people were frustrated in it. Um, but I was always thinking like, yeah, I wonder what they might do with 4.0 is, you know, what they could have done with 3.0 is kind of like previously on Final Fantasy and mm-hmm. just say, blah, you know, this is what happened and this is why. Well, and, and, you know, we talked about this a little bit before we started. Um, the Destiny expansion or add-on, whatever you want to call it, came out today. Um, and they don't have anything like that. And the whole premise is, oh, you killed this raid boss's son, or like this raid boss, and like this is his dad. Now he's angry. And, he's and it's like this whole story, it's moving along. It's like, oh, he's like, come for revenge because you killed Crota. And I'm like, but I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. You should be like point, you know, using one of your four moats, pointing at the yeah. other guy. Like it was that guy. Oh, that guy. That really done. makes me appreciate the the direction that they went in with Heaven's Word with having that uh, that story gate. Um, and I, you know, I understand the frustration for people, um, but in in this case, it did make a lot of sense. They just need I mean, a man up. I've done I, it twice. I think, yeah, I mean, it, and it makes it makes sense, but and it's also not so much that it's a burden. Um, it, uh, I, I, when you go through so the actual things, through it's now. it is not it, it. Especially when the when it first came out, getting groups using the duty finder, getting the actual main story beats through, you know, out of the way and done was actually not that big of a hassle. Mm-hmm. And I think actually kind of more of a it may in some cases be a necessity because just getting tossed right in the heavens word with some of the things Put that you're introduced to butt, is gonna it, yeah. it's kind of rough um especially if you would just could just get to some of those areas where there's like there's nowhere yeah. for you to run or hide you're just gonna get waxed when you try to get in there and move <laughs> yeah. and start moving around so i i, I think there's a lot, a lot of thought put into that mm-hmm. um, i agree i think you you're pretty much spot on there's there's that there's that nice ability of getting the the player ready for what they're walking into instead of 
just dropping them in and saying, yeah. go to town. <laughs> there you go. Have fun, guys. What be, home, be home by 10. Um, new dungeons have been announced for 3.1. Um, Varus serious hard mode is coming. It looks like you just airship right into the top this time. So it's like, I don't, do you go like from the I top? I want to the an amazing remix of that song. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> the, uh, what do you guys feel about only getting two dungeons? Oh, uh, I'm not. Doesn't bother me. I'm not a big dungeon runner. Okay. I think part of it right now for me, um, the grind for esoterics is it's not just because it's a, you know, it's like, okay, you got to do roulettes, blah, blah. blah. There's like two dungeons in expert roulette. It's like you either get like the cool one or, one the, or the not cool one. Just go get and your like Alexander pieces week, for the week. You're done. It, like every week, the cool one swaps with the uncool one because you're so sick of running that. It's like <laughs> you know, there's not a lot of variety with two dungeons. Um, so by adding two more, like that'll be nice. I don't, you know, I don't know if they're going to add those into the the expert roulette alongside of the current ones, or if we're just going to have so. another two. <laughs> that it goes between. I, 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 so. I would problems. like to see the experts increase in size. So, like, if they only did two into the like expert each time, I would think I would like at least a six <laughs> roulette because it's what we always ran into with mm-hmm. even three back in um, the two X series. You would out, you know, it's like you have one of you have one third of a chance um, on that, and then they would always drop those three into the hard roulette, and so the hard roulette got giant, and then the. Yeah. Um, and then they were, uh, the expert roulette stayed always really small. And oh, yeah. by the time when you look at it over three months, by the time you saw the same dungeon so much, especially if you're playing daily, it's just like, oh, it just wore you out. And I was like, so I'm hoping I'm hoping this is just a sign that says we're going to be adding these into an, the expert roulette. Except. I hope I so. And another another thing, too, I don't think I put it on the outline. They did mention, I don't know if you guys ever noticed it after 3.0, um, none of the level 50 dungeons gave XP. Oh, I noticed it because it, that's. One I of the was things so that, pissed when I I was, I, so I was doing machinists, and I was like, "This is like, why is this even <laughs> like? Did nobody catch this? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, maybe maybe these dungeons like should give XP. It's like, did they, they, did they say they're fixing that? They're with fixing that. They're gonna fix three hundred seven. Um, because I went in after the patch, remember. and they, I still did not see XP. Okay, so three four. And I didn't know if I was like misread it, and so I was yeah, like, "No, they they did talk about they are gonna do it." Um, so probably three point one. Yeah, that's where I think you're going to see me doing a lot more of my leveling my other jobs. Because I was like, all right, my leveling one. Okay, done. Okay, I can't do my hard one because no real XP. Um, uh, I guess I'll do this. Like I could either grind fates or grind fates. (laughs) It's nice to be able to mix it up with a dungeon, but not when the dungeon doesn't give you XP. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, just for the killing the regular mobs. I was like, man, it just felt like you were... I don't know why. Because you're getting it anyway because you're spirit bond regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, what's happening? Anyway, all right. The uh, the other dungeon that they're adding alongside of first series hard is the St. Uh, Mosian Arboretum, which I think might be um, in the, the hinterlands there in, in Charlie. And there's a couple buildings that are kind of overgrown. If you go... Um, you say overgrown, it looks like the trees exploded out of them. <laughs> I think over on the over on the west side, there's there's some buildings over by the, the little kind mm-hmm. of flooded area in the Marlboros and stuff. Um, maybe oh, yeah. that way. Um, don't know for sure. Don't don't like quote me on that. Who said? It's on the map. Said it was here. Oh, it's on the map. On the map. Well, never mind. There you go. <laughs> Act. Um, they said they're going to add a new primal battle. And here's here's the thing. Like, we'll add it at 3.1, a new primal battle. There will be a hint about this 
with the rising event, the anniversary event in game, which is really cool, by the way. I, I really like that. Um, the problem, however, is there are two primals that are mentioned <laughs> in the oh, rising dialogue, depending on where you look. Um, there is one NPC, and I, f- I forget which uh, which one of the devs it is, um, saying that yes, we'll use like the f- the heaven's word final boss will be the next extreme fight, which is that's pretty straightforward, but it's not a new primal. So was the is it you know new primal or is it new primal battle, right? Right. Yeah. Um, it's both. Right. They just threw both in and it's a mess here's, with you. Here's the problem, and this. This one gets me really excited, yeah. and I hope, I hope this is the case. Right, like, a few steps over from this guy, there's an NPC standing there with just a few minions around him, and he has some bubble text talking about a Doom Train minion. Right. So, huh. is that the primal hint? Because Doom Train would be freaking awesome. That would be Here's my thing yeah. about Doom Train. incredible. If it is Doom Train, they need to change Monk Limit Break to a suplex. Just you know, for that fight. You know, it's, it's <laughs> because I, I mentioned something about this online when I did the event, um, and I forget who it was, but they brought up a really good point. Doom Train needs to be part of the Hildebrand storyline, and Godbert needs to suplex the Doom Train. <laughs> true, true. I can see that happening. I that can absolutely see that happening. So good. <laughs> But we don't know. I mean, it's you know, we know we're getting Thor and Extreme. Um, may, maybe Doom Doom Train. I don't know. We'll see. I guess yeah, time will tell on this one. It's like it's like it, no matter what it is, I'm just going to be disappointed that it's not Doom Train at this point. I think even if it is Doom <laughs> Train, we're still going to be like, ah, yeah, <laughs> great. But it won't be if it's not Doom Train. It's like man, um, airship exploration is coming as well. Um, for all you people that have your free company airships, there's also going to be an option, uh, it sounds like, for people without a free company or without a, a free company airship. Um, I don't know what the limitations are, because obviously there should be some kind of you know limitations on that if you don't have the free company airship. Um, but you'll go out into the sea of clouds, you'll find an island, you'll go down, you'll kill stuff, and then you can gather some nodes. And that's all we know about it. And that's all from the 14-hour broadcast. So there you go. Um, actually, I forgot to add this to the outline. I just remembered. Uh, <laughs> during the 14-hour broadcast, um, they let people talk about um, what songs from Heaven's Word were their favorites. And they released uh, those on an EP this week. Uh, it just came out, I think, Monday. Um, so Heaven's Word Volume 1 EP is now up on iTunes. You can check that out. It's got uh, like the Ishgard music. It's got uh, Heaven's Word, which is uh, the track from the, the cinematic trailer. So good. Yeah, I love that track. Love that track. Uh, I, I still get goosebumps when I watch that trailer, thinking back to like Fan Fest, like watching. Yeah. It. yeah, that was that was pretty sweet the first time watching that. Oh my god, all those dragoons, man. So good. All right, and then now that's it for for the 14th anniversary uh, <laughs> or 14 hour anniversary stream. You say that, but I'm gonna add something. Ah, uh, kill me. <laughs> what about the hair uh, style thing? Because that finished yesterday. Oh, it did. I forgot about the, yeah, the hairstyle contest. Yeah. Did you guys look at those? I, 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 looked, looked at those. <laughs> I can't say that Sorry. I did. I was fairly crazy about them, but I mean. Like, no, I wasn't happy super with, happy with them either. I'm happy with, uh, I'm using my, my gold saucer ponytail. So I really, good. really like the gold saucer ponytail. 
I hope they do another hair contest with more variety. Hair contest. <laughs> just just hair wherever you want to add it. Ew. <laughs> they should have like a tail design contest for like Makote. I don't need more tail designs. We do need more cute hair. Yeah. Oh, we'll get more hair. I'm sure. I'm wondering if like there's a limit like internally where it's like, all right, like we can do like 30 different hairstyles on like the aura female. After that, like, you know, memory limitations or something. I'm wondering if <laughs> PS4 like, limitations. If <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was thinking about saying that, but I thought better. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for absolutely grabbing haphazardly for this low hanging fruit here. <laughs> We're so used to reaching for that excuse, but it's not really an excuse anymore with this game. <laughs> um, all right. Now we we're going Scroll up. Sure, but yeah, it's packs. What <laughs> <So laughs> recent? Uh, Koji and Soken's Wild Ride, um, which was a really interesting panel, um, and it is online. Uh, they did stream it, so if you have not seen it, um, use your eyes, enjoy. Do so via the magic of the internet and Google Foo. Um, they talked a little bit about um, some of the development of. Heaven's Word, which they dubbed Hell's Word, uh, in, in which the ultimate boss is Naoki Yoshida. Uh, <laughs> they talked a little bit about Answers, um, got a little in-depth on the lyrics. Um, answers and Dragon Song are actually sung by Heidelin, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Um, and Koji also made uh, a note that the songs are canon. Um, there are meanings in everything. You know, if you look very carefully, um, you know, there are meanings to, to a lot of stuff in there they are canon they do you know have a, a huge impact on stuff um and this was interesting they talked about uh, the primals in heaven's word the original uh themes that Soken made for both bismarck and ravana ended up getting moved over and used for alexander oh uh, okay so it's like oh yeah like this sounds really good for for ravana yeah and then yoshida's like we should use it for alexander it's like oh uh, okay, and so they'd have to go back and make something else. Um, <laughs> Ravana was especially the words because um, Ravana has has lyrics, right? Yeah. Um, and so originally, you know, after that happened, they're like, "All right, well, we'll do we'll do something here." Um, and Koji's talking, it's like, "Well, I thought it'd be cool, you know, it's Ravana. He's the primal of of the Naths. We'll have the the lyrics be in this Nathic language." So I had about a day to create the Nathic language. <laughs> wow, um, and then. You know, he, he finished the lyrics for that, and they said, "Well, you know, the whoever the singer we have is going to be Japanese, so it might be easier for them to you know, read something else or whatever." And so he ended up translating that into Dragon Speak. You know, because that was the word dragons. Yeah, yeah, that could work. Um, and then because they had a really good uh, vocalist that they had, you know, that'd be able to do like the dragon stuff. Um, and then he backed out, and they said, "Well, maybe we should do them in English." And so the Ravana lyrics have been went from Nathic to Dragon Speak to English. <laughs> makes sense a lot of translation. Dragon anyway. Yeah, yeah, it didn't go already. So you know, just had to make sure that it rhymed and then you know flowed and everything, um, which was which was interesting. Uh, and it was sung by uh, a member of the localization department who actually hates to hear his own voice. Uh, wow. I love the Ravana song. I hated hearing my own voice in recordings for you won't recognize at least a year. Oh. Yeah, Coach Cody said he does a really good. This guy does a really good uh, Lieutenant Worf <laughs> impersonation. Um, but yeah, he he, you know, after Soken got his hands on, he's like, "Wow, that doesn't sound like anything like me." <laughs> uh, 
Um, and then for Bismarck, there's another story here. Um, apparently, Koji spent all this time writing lyrics. Uh, so can Cinema Father. It's like, hey, I want lyrics to go along with the melody of you know, this instrument and this track. Um, and so Koji spent a couple days working on it and getting the lyrics. He sends it to Sokin and he goes, you used the wrong, you, you know, you played off the wrong instrument. And Koji's like, well, no, like, here's, here's what I have. And Sokin sent him the wrong file. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All this time. Oh. Writing lyrics for the wrong melody. Oh. This track. And then it ended up getting moved over to Alexander. And now they have the, I love the Bismarck theme. It's probably one of my favorites. Um, it's fantastic. Of love, I was so happy when it's you. It's actually released. my least favorite of the three. Oh, go Yeah, the girlfriend. I'm a, su- oh, I'm a super fan of the Ravana song. It's, it's too slow for me. Oh no, no, I, Ravana. I don't know if we want to start talking about this now, but the Ravana theme just makes me want to put a helmet on, grab the nearest like lamp or broom, and just pound it in the ground to the t- tune of the music. It is unbelievably <laughs> moving. Like, uh, light fixtures. <laughs> and like, just really doing just... doing the fight though at the same time it's it's a waltz and, I think, and you're waltzing yeah. with Ravana it's awesome I love it the thing though with, with the primal fights though is they're a little quicker paced than like the song is and so that kind of throws me off I think is is really it's like it's like slow Rammstein kind of <laughs> like primal fights it's just I don't mm. they have you move they like move to this location stay there smack on it move to this location <laughs> smack on it put that on a t-shirt smack on it <laughs> like, and then they have you run the, the entire arena at least twice yeah. that's true um, after they talked a little bit about uh, some of the lore and, and uh, the lyrics and everything like that uh, we did a sing-along to metal which is the Alexander music that was pretty cool uh, and some of the people they had uh, some like autograph, um, like invi- invitations, I guess, under some of the seats. So some people got to go to a, a cool autograph uh, signing session with Sokin later. It was a really good panel. Um, again, it is online, um, and that'll take us into we got to sit down with uh, with Sokin uh, later that afternoon um, and and chat. Um, and these aren't really in any any particular order, um, but the Gaius track the. Uh, Battle the fight of the black wolf, black wolf something. I forget the actual um, track, but it's the guy's track, right? It's it used to be, uh, you know, nails track, and then it was Gaius's track without the lyrics. And yeah, um, they actually updated that in three point um, And the reason for it is, you know, they had a. It's it's kind of turned into like like the Legatus track, right? It's just oh, he's from the Empire. Play that one track. Um, but they were using it in a in a scene and there weren't a lot of other sound effects going on. And so, you know, the music really kind of had to stand on its own. Um, and they realized that um, there's a violin in the track, but they were using um, just like basically like computerized music. Um, and so what they did is they actually changed it to a live violin. Okay. Uh, so if you go back and, and listen to it now, it's a live, it sounds really good now. Um, and so, yeah, they, they did that just because, um, you know, it just sound. The, but the scene, yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot better. If you go back, um, probably probably one of those scenes um, up in up in Aziz Law is is where it's at. I would imagine. I don't know if you can get, get into like the the cutscene viewer and, and check that out or not. Um, we talked a little bit about uh, the process for creating tracks for Heaven's Word. Um, you know, it's like okay, he well he makes the sound, but how does he know what tracks he needs to make and and that kind of thing? And so basically, the scenario team will give him the narrative for heaven's word. And then they'll kind of sit down. Okay. How many tracks do we need? 
for this. Then they'll go through and prioritize them. Like, okay, this we need like for sure. Um, Montoya's cave, actually, he, we talked a little bit about that, um, was right up there on the priority list with the primal tracks. Um, because, you know, obviously like the Matoya theme is a pretty big deal with, you know, for people that have been playing, uh, Final Fantasy. Yeah, it's uh, one of the so most they, iconic songs. Yeah, I, 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 as soon as you get into that that part of the storyline, you enter the cave and that music starts playing. I was just like, I just leaned back and I was like, oh yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but after that, um, he'll go back and um, start working on stuff, and then maybe he'll see a spot where originally, like, because you want to compress it, you don't want to have all these tracks that you have to make where you may not need them. Um, so he'll, you know, start the work and then he'll go back and say, okay, maybe we actually do need one here. Um, and he'll actually go back and recompose a song sometimes between 15 to 20 times before the scenario team like will approve it and like it. And then after that, they have to take it to Yoshida. And then sometimes Yoshida will be like, eh, you know, as, as we learned at FanFest, recompose. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's 15 to 20 times for, for one track. It's crazy. Um, we were talking a little bit about the uh, Crystal Tower and the Frontlines tracks, um, which have that kind of um, that transition, right? When you're you're walking and then you're fighting, and it kind of like swaps out the track. Um, I actually, I, I always thought it was just like two tracks, and they were just designed in a way that it just transitioned good, like wherever the track was. Uh, he actually has like six different streams running of audio. So that each transition is smooth. I always thought it was just like two, you know, two tracks, and just it just they were just made in a way that they can just you know pop back and forth. Oh no! Well, well, if when you break down the different tracks, especially when it comes to more important battles or things in dungeons and such, um, you have to kind of have a close ear on that because you can definitely hear different nuances for different parts of the battle so that it can kind of transition from one to the other it's actually very well done and no one and not many other games do that like one other game that has something similar is actually fantasy star online 2 where depending on what's happening on the battle or if you get hit really hard or multiple people get hit for a lot of damage it will dynamically add things into the music or change part of the melody or things like that just to keep Basically, it, the music adds that extra layer of engagement for the player, and and that and it's really really strong in Final Fantasy fourteen. Man, I was like crying so hard over Fantasy Star Online the other day too, and now you got to like be bringing it up on the podcast. Like, <laughs> oh, I, uh, you know, I, just put put salt in the wounds. I remember, I remember playing <laughs> Fantasy Star Online too at like PAX four PAX. years ago. Got me PAX. my mouse pad. Oh, PAX. Still wait I'm, like, that game. waiting for that. I'm like, I'm, uh, I don't know. PAX, 20, PAX 2012 was the last time Sega mentioned it besides saying, There's oh, well, we don't still, know, maybe, maybe, I don't know. Their website board still, like, come see us at PAX. It's like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> like, they haven't touched anything. Yeah. And it, just, just, like, you know, we, they you go go play the import and put patch it. Okay. No. <laughs> we're, we're just, just give up on Sega West. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Um. We talked a little bit about, too, um, back at FanFest, uh, Soken premiered The Primals, uh, his rock band doing uh, rock compositions of, of all the Primal tracks. Soken would like to do both um, orchestra and Primals rock band stuff. Um, he said that some of the venues in Japan, um, they can't be book- booked very easily. 
um, or very often. Um, but there's a lot of great places in America that he thinks might be easier to get into. So if you guys want to see some primals rock band stuff and some orchestra stuff over here in the States, you should like it on the forums and stuff and, you know, Chicago concert or riot posts. Please don't. You just, start you, just, <laughs> you just wanted a Chicago because it's close to you. Well, yeah. Well, you know, to, to, though, that having been said, it, it is somewhat in the middle-ish, right? Um, we do a lot of Distant World stuff here. Um, Arnie Roth, who does the, the stuff for Distant Worlds, he's actually from Chicago. Um, so we get very lucky. We had, like, the, the 25th anniversary concert. We had the Final Fantasy VI anniversary concert. Um, so, you know, why not? They had they had a distance world a distant worlds there and then I moved there and then I moved away from there and then they had a distance world. To be to be fair, you were here for like two months though, like you were pretty in, in and out. Like we didn't even get a six to eight months. We were like we should totally meet up and then we didn't. Was it that long? Yeah. Wow. Now I feel like a terrible friend. Um. Distance distance is far. Distance. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I also asked uh, about some of the voice actors in Heaven's Word. Um, some of you may have noticed that Urianje does not sound like Urianje anymore. Uh, a couple other voice actors, there are more subtle changes. Um, but, um, you know, there's a bunch of factors um, as to why they, they didn't reuse some of them. You know, maybe they couldn't get the rights to their voice or they were busy with other projects. Um, but he wanted to, to make sure that we knew that it was not a creative decision to do it. If they could have used all the same people they would have, it's just that's just how things are. Which is unfortunate cuz Ariane, oh, Ariane J, man. Like what happened? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like, you know, you hear like Meryl Webb talk, you're like, "Oh, she sounds a little different." And then Ariane J walks up and you, you know, you go from from somebody like Gideon Emery to like this what just this guy that just like walks out of nowhere. He's like, "Hi, I'm Ariane J." And I'm like, "No, you're not." <laughs> like, who are you? <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, that was that was pretty much the bulk um, of the the interview we had with Sokinsan. Make sure you go and check that out, gamerscape.com. Plug in the website on the show by the website. Um, <laughs> That's my job. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, a lot of these interviews, we'll take a picture with them afterwards. And, and we took a couple pictures, and then Sokin goes, hold on, hold on. And he leans over to me. He's like, make your funniest face. And so <laughs> go and read the interview. You have... Soaking, looking like he's gonna like kill somebody, and you have me with like just a stupid look on his face because I didn't know what to do. I was so caught off guard. Uh, but yeah, so that's that's why that picture looks like that because because Soaking is, is a crazy guy. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Uh, Tokyo Game Show going on this week uh, hasn't officially started yet, but uh, Sony did the press conference early this morning or last night or whenever you want to, you know, get to that. But um, one thing they did announce is. PlayStation's Project Morpheus um, is now officially named the PlayStation VR. And they have some demos at TGS this week uh, using PlayStation VR. And one of them is Final Fantasy XIV. That's so I cool that they did that. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish long? I was there, though. <laughs> I, just, I, I lost every fiber of my being this morning. I was just like, I'm reading this. I was like, ooh! Like... <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I actually made the mistake of not the mistake, but I, I, I decided to stay up until four thirty in the morning to watch that thing. And when they popped up, you know, all the different demos in Final Fantasy XIV, I was like, "Wait, what?" It's, I mean, how, yeah. But that's 
be like Lollafell Simulator 2015. What's happening here? It's, it's so funny because I mean I was asleep because I I work kind of like I start working like four in the morning. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not not terribly great, but they pay me for it, so it hey, works there you out. Go. But I wake up, and right as I wake up, I see tweets, oh, like, 14 demo in VR. And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? I'm, like, scrambled around, like, trying to find all this stuff. I'm like, what's going on? Oh, my God. Um, yeah, super excited. Um, and later was found out that um, it's a demo of the Naval. So not only is, is it anymore. like, hey, check it out, like, 14 VR, it's like, titan in vr you're like oh my god um however don't get your hopes up like i did <laughs> a lot of people think uh got their hopes up uh square enix did confirm with Eurogamer that the demo was created specifically for tokyo game show and they'd have no plans to officially release it so which is probably for the best because i mean it's you know given you know first person view you're not going to play in first person view in in 14 they have to do a lot of work to to get that to be playable um, just, you know, with the way the game works, with the way that, you know, the, the little AOE markers from well, enemies work. Oh, yeah, that would just we be much. We also unwieldy. don't know if VR is really going to take off. Oh, I it's going to take off. Uh, you know, I mean, people say that and, and it's all the take off. And They're all already making porn for it. It's going to cool. take off. That's, <laughs> uh, that's how you know. But, uh, how but it's, it's like until like it's in, in it's reached a mass market, it's such an investment just thinking from a business perspective mm-hmm. um, to go and to say, OK, well, you know, right now, how many homes have VR in it? Now that's coming. You know, we'll get yeah. now PlayStation VR, um, Occultus Rift, like a lot of that seems to be early 2016 that we'll see um, adoption numbers for that. And then I could see, I mean. They have no plans right now, but you know, if if VR is like in every household, it's and people will really you know uh, latch onto it. You know, maybe we all will get to experience it, yeah. but it is a lot of work, and I think it would be something really cool. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, because we have what we got Oculus, which is they finally announced. I think I early twenty sixteen. Yeah, like a rough date. Mm-hmm. Um, we have uh, Steam and, and HTC working together uh, mm-hmm. to make their thing. Um, Samsung's got their thing that works with like your smartphone, which is weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot out there. You have Morpheus or you know uh, PlayStation uh, VR. VR. PlayStation so, VR. Now. I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of options, and I think you know they're going to cost money, but I don't think they're going to be too too crazy to where you won't have a decent chunk of people trying it out. Right. Yeah, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen. I'm just saying. I would like hope uh, maybe we'll see you know if if it works really as what people have been saying it does we'll see them package the PlayStation with that together yeah. you know as a special bundle like hey get this together uh, we'll see like a cultist you know it's like oh we're going to include it with did this you say a cultist did I Oculus Cultist Facebook VR. We know yeah. what kind of uh, games that Brian. If you go, if you go to Brian's house for a party, don't drink the punch. Don't drink mm-hmm. it. occultist parties. No, sorry, I was Oculus. Thank you. <laughs> Butcher of words, man. I tell you. Um, no, it'll be it'll be neat to see. Uh, and who knows? Like, I, I'm I'm personally like really interested in trying to pick up the Oculus. One of my developer guy friends has, has had it for a while. And he's played around with it. I'm like, oh, that sounds cool. I want to get my hands on it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've dabbled around um, at E3. I've dabbled around yeah. with v- VR a little bit. I did um, War Thunder. It's a, a game. It's it's one of the, it's it's kind of like a world world of world of tanks type of thing. Um, but I got a chance to fly a plane and crash it and 
sit in a burning cockpit. That was fun. Uh, um, I tried out the. Uh, they have that like that. Christian, your The VR treadmill, um, the the Omni. Uh, oh yeah, it's like the, yeah, the terrible, all that directional walking. Ter- terrible, super uncomfortable. I had blisters the day after, which is oh, great. Gosh. Great for the you know starting second morning. I mean, three. so does that does that work with just like a just a complex set of like rollers or something for you to kind of move your? It's just it's just like a, it's like a slippery shoe. Oh gosh, it just uh, so it's basically it's, like a touchpad for your feet. It's it's uh, it's weird. <laughs> like like some people are like, oh, it's so good. Like I tried it, it was oh my god. Like by the time I was done, I was super uncomfortable. My feet were killing me, and it's just like if people want to spend, it's like seven hundred bucks or something for this thing. Oh too. gosh, I'm like who? Like first you need the VR kit, right? And then you need like it's what's the point if you don't have some kind of weird gun controller peripheral? Or whatever, which which they you also need the space, but it didn't work. The trigger worked, but you had to aim by looking, which totally killed any immersion. And it's just like it's no, I'm sorry. (laughs) My immersion. Yeah, everybody's immersion. You also need the space. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's for what it is. It doesn't take up like it probably takes up less room than like an actual treadmill, right? Because it's kind of like this little square box. But yeah, it's it's expensive, and it's you know again you, you know you need all the other VR stuff and uh, all that. Hello, uh, Diablo in the the chat saying I, I want a VR cockpit rig for Star Citizen. That would be cool. Yeah, well, a- you can use a, something like Track IR, which is a, a lot uh, less. Well, it's a lot cheaper. Uh, it's a bit less unwieldy, but it you know not quite as good of an experience as probably full immersive VR. <laughs> but I know people that have used things like Track IR as opposed to full VR for like Star Citizen or um, Elite Dangerous and things There's, like that. There are some really good. crazy setups that people have for Elite Dangerous. If you go on YouTube and check there, I mean, there's just yeah. some complete like. I mean, people have probably like, built like full metal, yeah, like full metal like yeah, inc- yeah. enclosures, like, like like those old school, yeah, like those old school BattleTech pods. <laughs> like he can like wave his hand and it'll like bring up like a control panel on the right or something. Like, dude, <laughs> oh, gosh, like that's so crazy. And it's just like for one game, like man, it's like <laughs> it's like this is like the new like. 120 button like steel steel battalion controller right like for the- <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah absolutely it's the new that it's crazy um so yeah no no vr officially coming for 14 which is kind of a bummer but um those at tokyo game show can kind of play around with it um so there you go it's kind of like back in back in 2010 um they were showing off the uh final fantasy 14 1.0 beta and the beta 3D. about to come out in 3d yeah and it's kind of that it's like Hey, like, check out where technology's kind of going and how we might use it in our game, <laughs> not necessarily how we will use it in our game. Um, so there you go. And so we have a guest that what we're doing now. <laughs> so the guest now. <laughs> wow, man. Um, so Surprise! Yeah. Didn't tell you. Wow. <laughs> um, so we do have DJ Play School here. Um, he has been working on some stuff. It has been a very long time since you've been making tracks. We mentioned uh, a little earlier, back when A Threat Radio was conceptualized, um, we had uh, some original tracks done by you. Um, a lot of the early music, um, intro, outro, um, that you heard on A Threat Radio way back in the day, like before the game was even out and we were talking about it. Oh, yeah, it was like, it was like a full year before the game actually released, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was... Let me tell you, if you think like we're staggering releases and stuff now and like having problems getting episodes out, 
we did a podcast about a game that wasn't even out yet. <laughs> yeah. That was oh man, that was one hundred percent pure unfiltered conjecture. It was great. Back in the day, we're like, dude, like the new Famitsu is out, and it talks about this thing called Leave Quests. We should spend two hours <laughs> analyzing it and talking about it. And that's what we did. That's 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 what the, that's what the podcast was before uh, before the game came out. Oh my god, <laughs> we'd like grab like off screenshots from Gamescom and translate them, and it was just it's like this is what the UI says in English. Like it was terrible. We were crazy back then. Um, but yeah, a lot of the a lot of the music was uh, was made uh, specifically for us uh, by our good buddy DJ Play School. Um, those of you who are listening that were with us, uh, back with our Final Fantasy 11 show, Pet Food Alpha, he did some stuff on there, uh, as well. And he, he was on there uh, a few times too. Um, so yeah, you have a new album out now. It's been, how, how long has it been since you've been doing this stuff? Cause it's, it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, as far as like Final Fantasy music is concerned, uh, I think the, the last time I actually put music out was in 2010 a, a few months and actually it was about three or four months after the original release i want to say yeah it was after the original 1.0 release for final fantasy 14 um i replaced i released the the 11th moon which was a, a kind of a uh, just a group of four remixes um and i think that was the last time i had really touched final fantasy music um since then it, it's been five years <laughs> like, like right, right before right before the calamity louis was like hey dj play school can i can i test this like ethereal riff thing on you <laughs> like, no big deal. you'll just you'll just come back in like five years i just want to make back, sure just hey, man, this, this, this new music is great we do something <laughs> with this but but yeah it's it was just a, a really long time um and it it was as far as the, the the new album, the Scion and the Unknown, it was really just spurred by hearing the music in 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 the heavens. Where it's it was that good and that inspiring to me. Um, but I and, and the kind of the the funny thing that led up to all of that was you know you're playing the game. It's like man, this is great. The music is great. The new locales are awesome. You the first time you you know unlock all the currents and start flying around, which is actually kind of one of the uh, inspirations for one of the tracks that I made just the the very first time you unlock everything and you, you actually lift off and you just go as high as you can possibly go and you're like holy crap this is fantastic um, but uh, it was when I was unlocked Dravania moving into that new area and you, you get to um, the you, you're kind of walking through you're approaching the first town and, and nightfall sets and all of a sudden, there's readed music, and the first thing, you know, that kind of sounds kind of like bagpipes, and the first thing that kind of popped in my head was Sandoria. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, man. You're right in the field <laughs> there. <laughs> this, is, this is bringing me way back, and I, and I hear the melody, too, and it's like, and I think I tweeted a couple of times. Um, this was, like, again, way back in, <laughs> when, when, the, uh, when Heavensward came out. It's like, I, I have to do something with this right now, and I just stopped playing the game. Um, <laughs> some Somebody had ripped. Somebody basically had ripped the soundtrack into like OGG formats. Yeah. I basically used all that converted. I just started listening to all the raw music, and I just like I just I just like went to where I just disappeared from the game for about a week. You just, you just poured a bath, lit some candles, and just like listened to it for like <laughs> yeah. days. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was just I, like my mind was kind of blown listening to this. I was like, I, I have all of these ideas just because I'm flowing in, and you know, and and so that that was really just 
kind of the, the, the crux of all that. But then what happened was is I just kind of kept listening and kept listening and kept getting more ideas and more ideas. It's like, I should just package all this stuff together. But I, I wanted to make it a bit more of a long-lasting affair as opposed to just, hey, bleh, here's all that stuff here in, in one fell swoop and joy. Um, so I just started putting them out one at a time and I'm starting uh, last month. Um, but I, I, I haven't been this enthusiastic about um just remixing in, in a long time i have been working on a couple of things on on the back burner and actually um that's something else not not so much that i want to announce to you know the guys that are listening but um i will be releasing a new original album um in the first quarter of next year nice um and nice. that will act yeah, and that will actually mark the 10-year anniversary from the Ooh. first album I released, um, Decrying the Ellipsis. It's just something that I just tossed together way back in like the Final Fantasy XI live journal days. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but 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 I, when I was putting it together, I was like, man, this this is gonna come out probably early next year. I was like, oh man, it's been ten years since I first released that. It, it's so weird it, every, every it, so it often. Is, you're like, how how long ago was that? And you look it up, you're just like, oh my god, <laughs> like what have I been doing all this time? It's like I'm just making remixes of playing Final Fantasy online. It's like, oh man, the more things change, right? Yeah. Um. But um, as as far as the tracks for uh this uh. For the sign and the unknown, it was just kind of a. I know there there are a couple of things. Um, there was a set of three tracks on there that I lovingly kind of subtitled the, the uh, Highland Ministry of Tourism, <laughs> um, just because there were there were more of you know, little interludes, little kind of a uh, like flavor pieces, um, kind of inspired by some of the locations. Two of those tracks uh, um, I had originally made. Um, I think I, I think I had sent those to you back in like 2013. <laughs> so it I could just, be, yeah. yeah. So I just like touched those up and I used those, but then I, I made the Vanu Vanu Festival one because I think the Vanu Vanu are like one of my favorite beast tribes because they're just like just large, goofy, <laughs> things. But the fact that they're like they are all into dance and their dance is a freaking like pacific island haka is like one of the coolest things to me <laughs> so that track i actually used clips of three different hakas and spliced them together um it wasn't too difficult to work with it's just that hakas are three four uh, because it's a very powerful i mean like a haka is, is a war chant um yeah. it's you know it's there to hey we're gonna line up and we're going to try to avoid conflict by just saying yo you can't step to this loud enough that you're <laughs> just going to intimidate you out of there um but i just used those clips and it was just real fun to just kind of make a goofy little house track with that yeah it's a fun track i remember listening to it to the first time and it's like it's like what is going on like <laughs> yeah and, you know i just I use i use different i use clips from like a couple different languages at the beginning to, to kind of simulate that like everybody's just kind of gathering together um just just something like that to kind of create that piece um and and that's and, and that's actually kind of interesting when we were talking about the interview with Sokin. he was talking about how before he can really come up with a you know a track to use he is given a narrative that he has to work with um and uh when it comes to remixing these pieces especially now um there's a lot more thought put into it on my end um i i, I like to have some sort of like a vision of what I'm looking at, especially when it comes to something like Final Fantasy. I'm not just, you know, kind of not like the old days where I just, here's a cool line, let me drop a beat on it. All right, let's print it. Um, I, I like for there to be some sort of uh, 
just some sort of tapestry to paint with with the music that I you know put together. Um, like the first track that came out, um, the white circuitry. Is, so the whole like Tyrannosaurus thing. That's actually the first track of that was the original Final Fantasy fourteen music I put out five years ago. Um, this one, um, I kind of had the idea of well the empire is all into capturing and harnessing the power of the primals or maybe doing away with them. But, you know, you can see a lot of the elegant influence kind of coming into their leadership when it comes to, Mm -hmm. well, maybe we don't need to completely eradicate them. They're beings of great power and we have means to control them. So white circuitry was kind of my, the, my mental story of what if they were able to harness Bismarck's you know, Bismarck's power and create like an artificial whale. So that's why I use that theme. I slow it down. Um, it it messes with the like the, the the lines in the music just enough to add a bit of this like digital fuzz to it. Um, you add some kind of electronic highlights, some electrical buzzes. Um, it, it just sounds so mechanical, so kind of cold. Um, but there's this background of these kind of these these long stretched out slowed out like you know pads and lines in the background and that's a nice little thing and that that just that all just i i want to say i sat down and i and i made that track in maybe a span of eight to twelve hours wow. and I, I just I, I just couldn't stop working on that track because everything just kind of came together in the way it did isn't that, isn't that like the worst like when you like get this drive like especially like if you know like i do a lot of graphic stuff for like you know if i do articles like something will just hit me and i'm like i have to do this right now like this. yeah and i'm just <laughs> typing or drawing or whatever and then it's like, oh wow! Like I needed to be in bed five hours ago. Whoops. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. uh, this morning. Time, time flies. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Michelle. Well, my my group had been uh, working on Savage since it came out, and we just couldn't win because we didn't have a a good second healer. And we finally picked a guy last week, and we went in yesterday, one shot, one kill, and it was so gratifying. Nice. And yeah. I just <laughs> I started drawing uh, the static with like a tiny version of the oppressor. Like we're all standing over it. Like, yeah, we're going to make you tiny and step on you, sucko. So I started to draw that, and I got, like, halfway done, and I looked at the clock, and I'm like, I have to go to bed, or Philip is going to kill me. (laughs) When did you come to to bed last night? Um, I didn't. He already was up and at work when I went to bed. He's, like, sitting there looking at, like, his, his, like, wristwatch. He's like, about time. It's like it's like the you know the the teenager that comes home in the middle of the night and like the parent is there like in the dark <laughs> corner and like clicks the lamp on. You're late. So, Where have you been? <laughs> I guess that's also have that. I don't know how does that scene scene work in the age of cell phones. <laughs> there's, there's no Where more light you? and like creepy surprise. Yeah, it's just like yeah. text. Hello. Hello. <laughs> if you would like to continue you? living, get have home you, uh, now. Have you guys been watching uh, that Fear the Walking Dead? No, not yet. There's, I have there's, not. There's this, this this girl and her boyfriend, right? The girl's one of the main characters, and there's this scene where she's, like, going to meet her boyfriend. And he doesn't show up, and she texts him, you better be dead. And I'm just like, oh, really? Like, out of oh, all the things oh, you could have yeah. said. Uh, it's like, meh, really? It's like, it's, okay, great. He wasn't dead, but it's like, you know. Jeez. <laughs> um, great show, great show. Um so we have you've been putting out tracks every Sunday, right? Uh, sun, 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 roughly, it's, uh, basically yeah. that over the over those weekends, except for 
the the the, the previous weekend where my, my parents kind of said, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so we're going to be in town and we're going to be bothering you for the entire weekend. So, oh, okay, right. cool. Yeah. Come on over. I know, I've been, I've been uh, like Sunday mornings, I've been waking up. I'm like hitting Twitter. I'm like, all right, like, where is it? <laughs> I'm like looking, I'm like pulling up your page. I'm like, where's the link? Where's the link? Where's the link? <laughs> and you got me, you got me hooked with that, that Bismarck one, man. It's, it's like, hey, I'm doing new music. Check it out. Here's a track. And I was like, oh, sold. Like, <laughs> <laughs> how many how many more tracks are coming um there is the the one that i'm about to hit the upload button on for soundcloud is the last one in this set right. um and it's it's actually it's it's probably the simplest one out of them but i think this is the one that made me think the most about what i was doing um and actually there it is uh twitter should be blowing up here in just a second <laughs> um so this one is, um, and this was just kind of weird, kind of putting everything together. Two of the probably lesser appreciated um, songs, not really, maybe not lesser appreciated, but you don't really maybe hear so much uh, pomp and circumstance around, um, are the, it's kind of a, kind of a discordant piano theme used for the battle with uh, Nizheg, and then, um the song that plays when Chris Felger is talking about, well, okay, let me give you the real rap on why the dragon song war exists. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I took a couple of those lines and phrases and messed them up to the point where they're basically in, um, just not too decipherable. You'd have to kind of listen to it. Um, I, I moved some of the, the I, I just did some weird things with the, with the lines and phrasing um, that I kind of came up with just a very simple um very kind of smooth soothing yet um very loud very kind of like heavy kind of hard hitting um in, uh, kind of hip-hop instrumental here um and i just called the song ratatoskr um there's some stuff that happens in the dragon song war that is pretty freaking depressing yeah um and and the two things that come to mind are just what happened to Ratatoskr and um, Tiamat. Like yeah. this is the first Final Fantasy game where it's like, man, I I feel bad for and, it. And it's, and it's not even depressing. Like what happened? It's even more depressing. You're like, well, we're here now. Like, let's go. You're like, no, I just want to sit here and be miserable. Yeah, it was just like, no, it's like it. it it's like, oh, Tiamat. Yeah, I was, I, was, I, was, I was kind of messed up. I just, 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 just want to, like, reach up and give Tiamat a hug. Like, it's just okay. Like, it's like, no, I, I deserve, like, this, like, just the fact that you have what's more or less a nearly all-powerful being just say, no, I deserve this. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's a very forlorn feeling, and so I kind of use that to make this song. It's, it's not very long. Again, it's not very complex, but I think it's the one I put the most thought and heart into. Um, so I hope everybody, you know, gives it a listen, kind of, you know, enjoys it again. I, I just put it up there. So, um, yeah, I already see there's some, uh, Oh, yeah. Twitter activity surrounding it. <laughs> it's easy when I'm talking to you as you're like, I'm tweeting it right now. I'm like, all right, done. Yeah. We'll definitely make sure to, uh, to link to all these. Um, but, but yeah, just, I, 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 especially going through playing through uh, the heavens word main story, um, having my mind and heart blown out of my chest a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> I, 
one of the songs I'm actually planning to do for for the next album is um, I'm uh, I don't want to no spoilers I can't really talk much about it. <laughs> um, Looking forward to it, whatever it is. Does it happen around the vaults? <laughs> is it about stuff? It's about stuff. There you go. That's all you need to know. It's about stuff. And it'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll be great. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's it's actually it's actually inspired by that particular moment. Circus <laughs> <laughs> uh, must be purged. Yeah, um, that guy. But but yeah, that's um, I, I. It might come out sooner. It might come out later. But I'm I'm planning on having. I, I wanted. I'm, I'm I am setting my sights on March because that would be the official 10 year anniversary, as far as releases are concerned. Um, but I will continue to work and will continue to make music. I just wanted to express my undying gratitude to just the absolute wave of just positivity and kind comments and people saying, holy crap, uh, like, I didn't know you were still around. I've been listening. You're still to- alive. Wow. <laughs> it's like, you're still doing this? And you're doing music. It's from, like, back, in the, back in the 11 day, like 11 days. Like it, I mean, Final Fantasy 11 couldn't like that was really the catalyst to me even getting into music in the first place. So, so final fantasy games and, and me working on music kind of go hand in hand. So I just want to thank everybody that's, you know, ever given me um, a, a kind word of praise. That's ever given a listener a download. It's ever shared this with a friend um, that I actually like, uh, I've had ever since I started releasing these tracks, I've had this like, kind of massive wave of followers. Come in. It's like, well, you're still doing this. This is great. And I was like, man, yeah, I'd, Maybe I should do this more often. <laughs> so I think I'm actually going to do that. Um, but but yeah, I just, but but yeah, I just um, I I have like a Squarespace site that I've been using because I had kind of a falling out with my prior host, and then they like pulled the plug on me before I could really back up everything. Oh no. Uh. Um, now I have most of the stuff, but then I lost a little bit of progress. But I'm going, I'm putting stuff up on SoundCloud. Um, if you go to djplayschool.com, it's kind of a placeholder site that will have a link to my SoundCloud account. So you might as well just go to soundcloud.com/djplayschool, um, and that and and it has um, some of the newer uh, stuff that I've been working on, some of the newer tracks I've released over the past few years. Um, you know, the music that I, uh, some of the music that I contributed for um, uh, another Steam. game game called a uh, prior it was previously called sequence uh, due to a uh, legal reasons it's now called before the echo um by jason wishnov and uh, with iridium studios um yeah, he just made another game called a uh, uh, there came an echo um so uh, the, i guess the oh, uh, i didn't realize that was the same yeah same same guy I well i also didn't realize that it changed names too i'll need to go look at my okay, steam list yeah, yeah. <laughs> like echo that sounds like there was another game something echo there came, oh yeah that's the one <laughs> yeah 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 he did he, yeah he did there came an echo but then because he had to change the name of the game that's because funny. i think there's like a there's like a card and board game called yeah, probably i think um if, if memory serves me i think will wheaton did voiceover for that didn't he Yes, 
Yeah. 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 He did voiceovers for, for their came and echo, but, um, but I, but, uh, I contributed music to the, the pre, the previous game. Now, now the game formerly known as sequence. Yeah. The game (laughs) it's not called, uh, before the echo. Um, so always feel free to check that out again. I contributed a lot of music. In fact, he, he just pulled a lot of my older, uh, my older catalog for it as he was actually working, working with, working on the game and entering the game into like, you know, the IGF and independent, uh, I think he was, I think it was, when uh, back when XNA was still a thing on Xbox Live, oh, yeah, yeah, Man, on that back a little bit. Um, but yeah, just to just to give everybody that I've worked with there on everybody that's uh, that's uh, really giving me praise, some love. Uh, I just I genuinely appreciate that, and I look forward to providing uh, you know more tunes in the future. So, uh, well, I guess the official line would be, uh, please look forward to it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, definitely looking forward to more stuff from you. Always love your your work. I'm so I was so excited. You're like I'm putting out new stuff, and I was like yes, because <laughs> I mean it, you've been on Twitter a little bit, and you know we've you know a few back and forths or whatever, but we really haven't talked in a long time. And yeah, it's, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, and to see you like putting out stuff again. Oh, so exciting, so good. Love love the Bismarck track. Of course, I love the Bismarck track anyway. So like to have like another interpretation of that is so awesome oh yeah like, this more track kind of blew my mind because it's like this is like this sounds like it should be in like a fantasy star online game is like <laughs> two, two tracks in particular especially in, coming out of heaven's word that just blew my mind yeah. was the Bismarck track, and then the the Gubal Library track. It's like what we have like this like electronic freeform jazz going on. This is straight, yeah, like it's just straight up Persona level stuff. Yeah, and, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, and Sokin wants to do more jazz. So yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm all for that. To that, that. Yeah, that, that, that track jazz and um, what was the other uh, Bossa Nova? I think is, is something else he wanted to, <laughs> to to try and get into to fourteen. Yeah, we asked him if there was any genres he wanted to try and explore, and yeah, Bossa Nova and, uh, and jazz. As. So uh, there you go. The Gooball Library actually is one of the secret tracks on the Before the Fall uh, soundtrack that uh, just came out as well. Nice. If you uh, throw that into uh, a Blu-ray player and go to download uh, the MP3 files, you can download this, uh, a secret file. Um, the password is just II. That's all it is, just II, because there's two tracks this time. Uh, one of them is the Gooball Library, which is kind of weird. It's just like random, like... Yeah, here's the library track, because why not? Um, and then the other is the 8-bit Titan theme um, that they used. <laughs> in, you know, in a, was it the, the first year anniversary 14-hour broadcast? I can't remember, but there was, you know, there was like the 8-bit Titan fight video. Um, and it's, it's the, the music track from that. A little random, but, you know, whatever. Um, and so if uh, you're on, what, Twitter, websites, uh, djplayschool.com, uh, SoundCloud.com slash is it just slash DJ Play School? Yeah, it's SoundCloud.com slash DJ Play School, Twitter.com slash DJ Play School. Hey, uh, give me a follow. L A E S K O O L. O L. Yes, no relation to the children's toy and uh, <laughs> implement company. Yeah. Uh, they they will sue me if yeah. I oh, not that place. <laughs> This guy's taking our name and making games about card games and breaking copyrights and <laughs> a bunch of old people in suits like at a big table shaking their fists and you're like ah money property laws. Uh, well, I mean, I well the copyright stuff as of recent has been kind of like scary slash dicey. Yeah, that's a weird. Uh, stuff going on these that's days. a weird. Yeah, especially the whole like potential copyright thing where like anytime anything you put 
online or make publicly available, you basically would have to like defend your copyright if you haven't specifically filed a copyright for it. And then you have like YouTube gaming. It's like, God help you if you're playing GTA and listening to the radio, your, your live stream will just get muted. Yeah, well, that like, uh, that bums me. Yeah, that bums me out on Twitch because every time I play Jet Set Radio, I get a thirty-minute chunk from Grind City taken out because of yeah. Dracula. And that's that's because what we're Rob yeah. Zombie. That's what we're used to, right? Is that Twitch one? But now on YouTube, on the YouTube stuff that they now that they've launched their gaming stuff, it'll what? actually mute you live. Wow. Yeah, it's like it's That's so bad. Cause impressive it's, technology, you know, if you think about it. Like the the YouTube gaming <laughs> launches, and Don't you're be like, impressed, Brian. Come on. Well, no, I'm not agreeing with it. I'm just saying, like, just the work that had to go into it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, well, there's a couple. Yeah, well, they're, yeah, well, they're companies that are dedicated specifically to, like, sound engineering and identification, but now those copyright holders are like, cool, so we can identify when people are jacking our stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's rough, because I remember when YouTube Gaming launched, and I was looking at it, I'm like, all right, like, what's this got over Twitch? You know, like, obviously, as somebody that streams every so often, and it's like, I just keep hearing, like, bad stuff and bad stuff. I'm like, sorry, YouTube Gaming. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, you're run now you're, you're basically trying to... Uh, blend the still somewhat wild west world of uh, streaming on like things like Twitch or Hitbox, yeah. and then trying to fuse it with the somewhat draconian rule set for YouTube nowadays. And, and it's rough because I mean they have you know they already have the 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 tech that you know says oh you're listening to this song you're not allowed to listen yeah, to this song. I mean it's like and it I remember I was I was live streaming. Um, this Japanese PlayStation 3 game, EX Troopers, which is basically like Japanese Lost Planet, nice. um, which is actually a really, really cool game. Yeah, but, yeah. The, but the intro to that game is a licensed song in Japan. So about three hours after I had updated it, I got an email from, from, from YouTube saying, hey, people in Japan can't watch the first segment of your video because of a license, a copyright claim. I was like, are you kidding me? Uh, I'm just... Crazy world we live in, man. Yeah, I'm just going off right now. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been an absolute <laughs> blast. Thanks for being here, man. It's been a while. It's nice to catch up and, uh, and talk about your new stuff. Um, we'll start to wrap this up here. A uh, big announcement from us. We are interested in getting one, maybe two new hosts for Aether 8 Radio. Um, it's a, it's been something that's been on my mind for a little bit. Um, real life is, you know, as we were talking earlier, man, responsibilities and jobs and stuff sucks for, for us more creative types. Um, and it's, it, it feels like it's somewhat rare sometimes to be able to get all three of us, um, together. You know, somebody has work or something just comes up or, you know, life, you know, they've been working all week and they finally get a day off. They're going to go out and do something, which is fine. Um, and so we're going to try and get... One, maybe two um, new hosts is what we want to do, um, just to kind of give a little more personality or more diversity to the show. Um, I don't have anything set up right now in terms of, you know, official applications, what we're looking for. Um, so for right now, if you're interested, um, throw me some examples of stuff you've been doing or history with 14, whatever, fusionaxagamerscape.com. Um, I'll try to get something a little more official um, up by the time that this episode is available for download. Um, additionally, if you want, um, you can email us at aetheritradio at gamerscape.com. Send us your questions, comments, all that good stuff. Um, we're also on Twitter at aetheritradio. 
and uh, throw some iTunes reviews. We haven't had uh, any iTunes reviews for a while. So uh, let people know what you think of the show. Please. Additionally, it's been a while since we've talked about Gamer Escape 3.0. We don't have anything new. I'm sorry. I didn't want to get your hopes up. It's been a while since we've talked about it. Let's continue to not talk about it. Let's continue to not talk about it. <laughs> it's this pretty is, cool, huh? This Moving is the on. non-answer segment of the show. Um, we are still working on it. Um, again, you know, responsibility in real life and all that kind of stuff gets in the way of, of all the fun stuff. Um, we are still working on it. We are making progress on it. Um, so it's not like it's just like, yeah, we announced it. And then we're just like, eh, maybe they'll forget we said anything. No, uh, we are still working on it. Um, we don't have any kind of t- date or time frame or anything like that. Um, but yeah, we are still working on it. Um, we do want to get that out really, really. I wanted to get it out like three months ago, but you know, <clears throat> um, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Um, we are still working on it. So please look forward to it. Um, and that will do it. We'll try and get something, um, out, um, soonish. Do you want to throw figure- that? finger quotes there for that um we should be hearing some stuff about uh 3.1 soon maybe a date uh video trailer um all that kind of stuff so we will try to get um on top of that um a little quicker than we have uh with some of the stuff more recently um thank you again to dj playschool for joining us make sure to check out his new album cyan and the unknown and check it out uh we'll have the link in our show notes go download all that beautiful musical goodness into your ear holes uh, um, <laughs> and that'll do it thanks to uh, Zinger and Brent for joining me again and uh, we will catch you guys after Tokyo Game Show peace out Bye-bye. peace Of, of all the primal tracks um, and he would love to do more live performances um, he says he would love to do these these sounds man <laughs> what was that he's a goose yeah got the geese <laughs> flying, flying overhead <laughs> fantastic <laughs> oh and I hear and then there's a train coming oh my god <laughs> still a train. Going back to like pet food alpha days. Doom train. Still a freaking doom train. train. Dude, it's the doom train. Doom see train. You, see you. That him. It's here. Within the theme. Let me just let me just stick my head out the window. See if Godbert's around. <laughs>